What's up and hello to the world out there. Hope y'all are doing all right. We just go, we're, I mean, right now we're just out here. We're just kicking it. Getting ready to jump into episode 160 of the Bloodshot Eyes and Sore Thumbs podcast. 160. One, six, zero. Rolls off the tongue. I bet you can't even count that high. That's 80 times two. Mm-hmm. And you're right. <laughs> so, yep, yep, we are a <laughs> weekly show on gaming and radness. Brought to you by edgystances.com, and so a lot of stuff has gone down this week, and uh, we're going to get into it here in a second, but first let's say we hope y'all are doing okay out there. If you are a citizen in a place that is uh, locked down, uh, first of all, holy buckets, thank you for listening (laughs) to this. You have bigger problems. Yeah, totes, and um, you know, thumbs up, Uh, GG's. Anyways, uh, yeah, just... um, just try and keep your head up and your hands clean and, you know, follow any guidelines given by your country's health professionals. Yeah. And uh, nothing but love for y'all from all of us here at the Best Cast. Woo! That's right. All right. What That's better what? way to spend your quarantine than to listen to some podcasts? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> true, We're here true, for you. True. We have 160 episodes for you to listen to. That, oh, man, that's big money. That's big money. It's actually not. It's independent, homegrown, pod to table. So yeah, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just say watch y'all's chicken, brah. Watch y'all's chicken, and uh, yeah, that's a sports reference. You know that? No. You know, kick the sports balls through the hoop. Touchdown. Mm. I'm sorry. Slap shot the Quidditch. Ah, you first know? down. Sports. Nailed it. <laughs> so speaking of the best cast, uh, what's up to everybody live from the bunkers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rattle, and uh, we also have over here the big old eagle. Hello, What's up, man. What's good? How's uh, how's everything going over on uh, your end of the world? <laughs> fine. <laughs> good. This, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, everything is fine. Is it? And uh, we have a very special introduction mm. donated from the Discord server. Do and, I know about uh, this? Hello? Yeah, no, you don't know about this. <laughs> Mr. Wayne at Topher would love to introduce COVID 19. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? <sighs> this is Brent. Hi, Brent. <laughs> so uh, tasteful. Thanks. Um, got him, dude. Got him. <laughs> with, with that being said, uh, just to reiterate, uh, Jacob. Yeah, everyone, seriously, keep your heads up. Um, if you are, you know, being locked down, maybe you've lost your job temporarily. Um, be vigilant. Uh, be proactive. Hopefully, we will all get through this together. Uh, yeah, man. It's a weird we world we're living it. in right now. We'll get through it together, man. Yeah. And, you know, we're already used to being hermit shut-ins anyway. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> this like, doesn't we're... change my day-to-day too much, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Our spirits are uniquely calloused for such an event. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're getting bored in quarantine, say what's up to us on social media uh, or the Discord server. We are at Edgy Stances on there. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. So my notes here say chatty chat, so I got to just make something up, right? Okay, so did you guys see what happened a couple days ago uh, with GameStop? Uh, pardon? Excuse me, GameHalt. We're not okay. sponsored. Uh, no, with I didn't. Reggie? Yeah. Yeah. So GameHalt just hired on <laughs> Reggie fils as on the on their board. I want to say C. I don't want to say C. He's sitting on the board. 
He's on the board. He's yep. on the board. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, he confirmed on Twitter, uh, Reg- old Reggie, his body is ready to, uh, I guess, save Game Holt. He's about and... taking names and kicking ass. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, his his higher date, his effective date is 4-20-2020. <laughs> nice. Oh. Nice moves, my man. Woo. Man, this guy knows how to work it. Uh, why so, in yeah. the world did Reggie join GameStop? I have no idea. Money. I don't just really because I don't, I don't think they have any of that. I I DK man. Maybe they wanted a, a CEO who's like I I don't know. I don't want to say things as if I know what's going on with them right now. But uh, maybe they don't want to be lame anymore. I mean, that's my first guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, they the the whole company is kind of restructuring. Did you happen to see with this announcement in the little info? graphics they were tweeting out about the uh four stages of the new game halt so i saw some like concept photos of like almost like a land center yeah um, yeah and like tables to play magic and stuff like that yeah so i don't want to sound like a commercial for these guys but um so like i don't have those notes sitting around i don't want to sound hostile but you know we all have our own relationship as gamers with game halt um their concepts are basically like they're going to have a store that's going to be about playing the games, like land partying and, and all that. They're going to have a store that's simply collectibles. And then they're going to have, I believe, their concept Game Halt Retro, which I think is going to be where all of the used stuff is. Hmm. Hmm. And then the regular line is going to be just titled, I guess, GameStop 2.0. 2.0. Cool. The gamers will like that. It's hip. It is. It's I mean, oh, you want a Werther's original? I got a bunch <laughs> of them. Are Are you guys interested in like the uh, the no. land setup at all? In no, any way? no, no. Gosh, no, no. We have the oh. internet. <laughs> yeah, like it's almost like the carbon footprint of places like that is offensive. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't yeah. roll your eyes so hard in your cars while you're driving that you like steer off the road. The, so I mean, like, I'll the, I'll say that I had the the same exact reaction as you guys. Except, as you know, I've been playing a lot of Smash lately. And so, like, having Smash tournaments um, at GameStops, I mean, I haven't been to a local yet, but I don't know. I guess that could be cool. You know, um, a lot of people are, like, using uh, places on campus that then they charge for. I'm assuming GameStop would also charge for that. But Well, I hear you there, but the only difference that I really hear, and this is me just admitting, like, how my answer could be biased, is that mm-hmm. you're describing LAN parties which are great land parties at game halt whatever less great you know what i see your point <laughs> i'm i'm back <laughs> I'm on just, board i'm just saying like yeah community yeah let's do this mm-hmm. you know meet some buddies play some smash do whatever you do i just you know whatever i see the value of physical games right like uh like card games magic pokemon hmm. like stuff like that yeah, they can be fashioned into armor when you're done with them. <laughs> sure. And yeah, reflective surfaces. Yeah, but is there that much of a market for people to need a place to do that? I mean, I got yeah. kitchen table. If you guys want to play some armor? magic, <laughs> where right. games is armor? What are we talking about here? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe in Mordor. What if they had a craft Stop thinking soda about the machine? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm. <laughs> I'm no, built for war. I don't know. I like from top level looking down on this. This just seems like 
another like swing and a miss before yeah, it stab, even happens. Stab in the dark. I mean, they have. Are we? We are still talking about Game Hall, right? I mean, they have. I think so. I mean, they have not only the company's crisis ahead of them, but just the existential crisis of the need for a place like that ahead of them, which mm-hmm. I know is what Eagle just, you know, said. Like, do you even see a place for a place like that? No, I, I don't. Like, the okay. world's gone digital. The, the need for these storefronts is dwindling. Like, the only uh, need I see for it is kind of that last idea that you pitched with, like, the retro games. You know, they're used games, they're... Uh, old games before things went digital, right? Like, where would you buy a Super Nintendo cartridge today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. eBay, Amazon, you know. But yeah. I, again, how how big of a market is that when people are like dumping these ROMs to SD cards and just playing that way? Yeah. They're saying that they're going to have uh, playing stations built in there with uh, CRT TVs. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> I just want to hear what you think of that. <laughs> it's brilliant, right? Get them for five bucks a pop. Yeah. It feels <laughs> like they talk, talk to like one snob who says you have to play on CRT. Like, yeah. Who is just chomping where there's originals. <laughs> hey, by, by the way, I got more. You want? You want? You still want one? No, I'm looking for one of those like strawberry candies. Oh, the ones with the strawberry wrappers on yeah, the outside? Yeah, that's what I, I want. All of them. Or or a ginger snap, or ginger snap. What's that? Is that an old person thing? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, sorry, bro. I got this stick and hoop. <laughs> uh, but are you playing stick and hoop on a CRT? <laughs> <laughs> got to make it happen on quarantine, bud. Gotta nah, GameStop's gonna go away. Yeah. Just in case time. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Okay, so. That's still pretty big news, Re- uh, Reggie Fizzime going over there. It's weird. I'm saying his name it's weird. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one other thing I want to bring up, have you heard about Project GG's? Yeah. Uh, GG. From Platinum Games. The, the big I don't four. want to get too far into it, but I saw this little trailer they put out a couple days ago. And, uh, yeah, I just I'm into it. Well, so they got, what, four games coming this year yeah yeah that's what their whole concept was and then one last one being because they had already talked about project gg was a super big main title that they didn't say anything else about okay but they said it was guaranteed for this year hmm well they got was it wonderful 101 coming yep yep which looks like a beautiful joe right that's the beautiful joe one ish one no, that's oh, it's the wonderful one on one looking one. <laughs> I'm not I'm not completely off base here. It's a sequel, let some, right? Like let me do some furious Googling. But Maybe I, I am way off base. I think there's like a beautiful Joe like in that four game. Yeah, not? yeah. The arts I mean, if somebody needs to talk to somebody if it wasn't deliberate <laughs> is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but uh yeah, so that Project GG and um, the other one escapes me at the moment. But I, the other two, I don't think they revealed. I know the last one they didn't reveal, which was the one that they were saying was going to be their their big money. You guys, uh, you guys like Platinum Games? I like some of them. Fine. Not really my style, usually. I don't know. I want to play something with big old Ultraman, like Kaiju-type stuff going on. 
mean, that does kind of sound cool. Tight. It sounds like a GG. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing Ultraman poses right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move it on. So, uh, man, on what is supposed to be the most magical day of the year? This is, this is how my notes evolved. Devolver Digital pulled out of E3. Um, oh, I'm I thought sure you were talking we're about still... March 11th. Uh, hold on. Let me get there. Uh, Devolver Digital pulled... I'm just reading you my notes right now. This is how the sausage is is written about in Rattle's mm. notes. Uh, Devolver Digital pulled out of E3. I'm sure we are still going to see their zaniness, though. <laughs> I wrote out the word zaniness. But um, at first I wasn't tripping because normally they're there, but then they show, you know, like a video of craziness. Sure. Some lady bleeding out of her nose. And And then I highlighted that whole thing and then put an arrow down and wrote, so they canceled E3. (laughs) What a thing to happen on 311. Wait, the most magical day of the year. (laughs) It's it's been a crazy week. Gosh, what a beautiful disaster E3 is. (laughs) I'm all mixed up, man. What do we do? Oh, man. I, dude, you're on fire. I can't. I wasn't even ready for this. I can't. I can't, I can't dance back. You got me. So no E3. Where do we start? What 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 happens now? Like E4. Everybody. <laughs> Look, ask GameStop. They know how to pivot. We're we're gonna we're gonna miss you since you've just been hired by the ESA to sit on their board of directors for your brilliant ideas, and we're gonna carry on. <laughs> we call it E2.0. <laughs> but so people are already making jokes about it being the microsoft show mm-hmm. that's what they're saying sure the microsoft expo i mean they're neighbors aren't they virtually neighbors i mean they own the theater next to e3 so yeah neighbors so we already knew they were going all right but with the lack of uh playstation they were just wondering you know what's going to be happening and now they're just not going to do it at all well, they said they're going to try and bring you some sort of digital show to showcase the announcements and, and news for the year. I mean, the day that E3 was supposed to take on? I, they have not talked any more about it, so... Okay. Got to show those commercials somehow. Yeah. Wait, what am I saying? Yeah. The coverage wouldn't... I mean, how different would coverage be? I guess all of it. Because <laughs> you wouldn't have the, you know, the reporters making their, you know, doing their trade, you know, on the floor, talking to talking to people, you know, doing their on-site interviews. Um, yeah, I think there's an important uh, element of the press and journalists getting hands-on time or asking questions, you know, like uh, to the developers and companies, like on-site. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be lost. You know, this is this will be more like... Um, uh, in, in my mind, I envision it like the Game Awards, right? Where they just like hit you with trailers and trailers and trailers. And there's no like thought about it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, Microsoft's got a premiere. Sony's got a premiere. You know, like, yeah. like I mean, we got nothing for in between. I so mean, I imagine in. more like, uh, like a Nintendo Direct, but a Microsoft Direct, Sony Direct. <laughs> yeah. I hope they coordinate with each other and not compete. With their time slots, hmm. I think I think they will. I, I yeah. like. I feel like they there's to value nice. to the companies in that. Yeah, I certainly hope so, because that would be really lame. It would. We have it's, a lot of fun stuff. 
it's bummer, but I guess the bigger question is, do you see a world in which E3 comes back next year? Ooh, good question. That's what has been on my mind the entire time. Like, are they just going to be like, eh, you know what? It's kind of been a nice year, guys. But I don't know. Who makes their money? What little industry does, does E3, like, feed? Like, I don't know what I'm getting at. <laughs> in a sense. Do you think it could just disappear and it would be all right? I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, as, as uh, much of a bummer as it is, like, we've moved into a digital world where, like, these meetings don't have to happen face to face. Yeah, that's how you get, you know, a virus. But, um, <laughs> like, you know, let's say uh, the, the Microsoft. Oh, you. <laughs> Let's, let's say the Microsoft like, <laughs> Direct goes really well. Um, could you see their viewership numbers being higher uh, with this Direct opposed to just the live stream from E3? Because if, if that's the case, then if they're looking at those numbers and they're going to be spending a lot less money getting to E3, paying all these people, coordinating, then yeah, I could see them uh, kind of bowing out just like Sony did. Yeah, I mean, you got Major Nelson. You put him on a green screen and have him say world premiere. <laughs> yeah. You got money. Man, think of the way the internet is really affecting this industry, like even over the past five years. I know this is all in response to emergency and, you know, weird closings and cancellations that E3 is going away now. And if people are just like meh about it, like it makes me think of things like the Overwatch League wanting to go to cities for home games. But like it's like all this IRL stuff is something that we're just kind of making happen out of ritual or tradition. Yeah. I mean, mm. it might not even really be needed anymore. Mm. I mean, for years I have wanted to go to E3 to just kind of like be there, you know, yeah, kinda, take it all in. Yeah. Immerse yourself and, you know, see the people that you read about and like interact Shake with their, their games. Exactly. Bump mm. elbows with these guys, you know, Oh, the old Ebola elbow. What's good. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> uh, you know, but, like, as things kind of progress and progress, it's like, well, as much as I'd love to, like, I don't know, see Phil Spencer across the room, like, I think I'd also be okay with just watching a stream. Yeah. yeah. I do kind of like how these trade shows kind of become a a bundle for all of the fibers and cables of each individual company and movement in the gaming industry and just in games and cool stuff that we want to know about coming out that yeah. like depending on who you follow and don't follow at least at these landmarks all that information can come together and you can be informed about you know in broader strokes about what's happening sure you know some of your favorite titles coming out like do you think we're going to hear anything about this silent hill game coming out or no. not even coming out, reportedly yeah, being worked on. <laughs> Sony is paying for a new horror game for Kojima to do it, and it's called Silent Hill. And apparently, they're helping to to fix relations between Kojima and Konami. Do you believe this? Because I don't believe this. No, I don't. Believe I don't know it if I believe this, but I want to believe. Like right now, all I need is some freaking magic, dude. So like, <laughs> let's let's believe it. Let's yeah. run it. I feel like uh, this is less probable than Kojima Productions doing Metal Gear Solid Six. Yeah. Than a pachinko ball hitting double bonus. I don't I, know how those machines work. That seems likely. 
It's like Plinko, right, on The Price is Right. Yeah, but David Hayter yells yeah. at you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Otacon! <laughs> oh, uh, I don't... I, I think this is so far-fetched. I don't think... I, I think there's a little bit of weight to it, my friend, um, just because of a couple YouTube pages that I respect doing a video on him, on the whole thing and all that. I think you may see a Silent Hill game, but I don't think Kojima will be involved like, in the least bit. Yeah. I want whatever PT was turning into. Maybe I don't. Do, do you? <laughs> no. I don't. <laughs> do you not? No. I, I want to watch somebody enjoy yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm trying to blend do and don't. Mm. Mm-hmm. But they're similar spellings. It's proving difficult. But uh, <laughs> Silent Hill, come on, it's lit, right? No. All right, it might be a troll. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Are you excited, Eagle? I am. I'm usually excited. Dude, I bet you can't wait <laughs> to, to hear get it in your Animal voice. Crossing. I've got this mirror on my wall over here. It gets me really excited when I see the other guy who looks just like me looking back at me. Do you have Anthem? to say, like, mirror, mirror, or some other limerick first? No, I just, like, paw at it with my hands. Oh, it's, it activates automatically? What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. Are you excited about Animal Crossing and Doom this week, Eagle? What's I'm excited say? for very specifically one of them. Mm, can I guess? <laughs> yes, you can. 50, Animal 50. Crossing. What's it going to no. be? Mm. Oh, you chose poorly. Well, uh, I, don't, I can't decipher the other answer then. I don't know. Which, what, what? Doom, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Doom uh, goes to dynamite. <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. How long have you had that written in your notes? At least six good. months. Dude, <laughs> oh, man. That, that, when they delayed it, they really set you back, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> Blew the dust off of it. It's good to go. Um, yeah, so this week we've got some uh, couple big launches in... Uh, Nintendo dropping Animal Crossing and id dropping Doom. Mm-hmm. Where do you, where do you guys sit? What are you thinking, Brent? Oh, I'm buying Doom for myself and Animal Crossing for my better half. That's right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. What about have, you, have you, Jake? Guys... You just sitting on the fence, thousand yards uh, there, I'm just, <laughs> like between the two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting by the exit door on both of them. I don't know. I'm just kind of meh about the whole thing. Neither of them are really... Well, one is completely inaccessible to me, and the other, mm. I... I don't This is just not my style. Plus, oh. every single game that's on the market right now is a first-person shooter. Good. Do they ever get old, guys? No. Not it in the least old, bit. man. Yeah, no. <laughs> it gets old. I want somebody to tell me a story. Wait, yeah. There's a story. And his name is <laughs> Satan, and... You just got yeah, West Philadelphia, to it. born and raised. I want the Fresh Prince of Bel Air RPG single player campaign. I don't, I don't think you want that. Get to work, dog. Get to work. <laughs> Come on, Uncle Phil. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they both launch on the same day, head to head. Who do you Except, think is going to outsell the other? Uh, I don't know. But the communities have come together. <laughs> These memes are kind of getting almost annoying at this point. We're a little saturated with them. Uh-huh. But I love how these two communities have came together. And they're, they're not, like, fighting at all. They're just enjoy- embracing it. 
I think like both PR teams realize they are selling to the two different halves of the market. Like there is not much <laughs> crossover there. I think it's brilliant marketing to just let people do the work on yeah, social media. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. And Those it, interns deserve a job <laughs> when they're done. But yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. That was a little dark. Animal but. Crossing reviews started to hit today. Um, looks mm-hmm. like super strong. Uh, everybody seems to love it. Um, I don't think Doom's embargo is released yet. No, I don't think so either. Maybe so, tomorrow. Sure. Eagle, are are you, have you drummed up any more excitement for the multiplayer in Doom? Nah, I like I'll give it a shot, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm there to rip and tear, man. Oh, totally. Oh, and it rhymed. Nice. <laughs> That's right, I, dude. Nice. I, I heard an interview today that um, they kind of said that the multiplayer experience is kind of just an extension of the campaign. Um, so that that I thought uh, kind of piqued my interest there of, of if, if you can get that same feeling of just being uber powerful mm-hmm. and then cross that over into multiplayer. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. that sounds good. Right, I know they've got like, some weird ideas with it. I'm excited to like see how it plays out. Yeah, like Jacob, I'll say to you, uh, if you don't remember, I wasn't super hyped to play Doom. Uh, even when I got through the first uh, maybe like two, three hours, I still wasn't about it. But then once you start unlocking all your abilities and you just feel like this unstoppable force, uh, it it becomes so addicting. It's just, <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. I think it I bet. it clicked for me one afternoon when you know you're running around this combat arena, you know mm. you're you're ripping limbs off of things, you're shooting heads off, you know, just like you're really into it. And my girlfriend walked in the door, uh, in which I had missed all her phone calls, just mm. like realize you've been standing. <laughs> well, she goes, she walks in, and the first naked. thing she says is, "Oh my gosh, turn that down." And uh, like, I didn't even hear her say it. Like I had turned it up so loud, like just this, like absolutely hardcore heavy metal. Just that headband (laughs) and that wallet chain. You're wearing hoop shorts. Is that true? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like it, like I realized that that game had done something to me, you know, like it's weird. It's one of the few games where, like, you'll finish an encounter. It, it reminds me a lot of Battle Royale in that, like, it actually evoked a physical response. Like, mm-hmm, my heart mm-hmm. would be racing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd realize I've been holding my breath, like, for some weird reason. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the soundtrack and yeah, just, like, I'm not, like, a huge heavy metal guy, but it just fits so well with that game. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And what did you think about Doom when you played that? Yeah, uh, I mean, it was okay. It was a little light. You know, we're just tuning in. We're talking about the release of Animal Crossing and Doom. Yeah, but to hear Mick Gordon's back and he's assembled a heavy metal choir, um, I'm really excited. That's metal. Heavy metal choir. It's just a choir filled with heavy metal singers to scream things at me. (laughs) I'm so excited. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be some auto tune involved, kind of sync everybody up. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I saw the bumps on the triggers mm. of the new controllers. 
You saw that sweet USB-C port. Yes. What? Give it to me. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. So Xbox got out there today and dropped a whole bunch of info about the Xbox Series X and mm-hmm. the new controller along with it. What do we got? So they, they kind of laid out the full specs, which we've gone over most of that before. We'll, we'll save the tech talk. Um, but uh, some of the things they showed off, first of all, we'll talk about the controller. Uh, just like Jake said, uh, they're doing like little textured grips on the triggers and bumpers, which mm-hmm. they've played around with that before on some of their controllers with the Xbox One. Uh, looks good, man. Yeah, I've did, got a textured grip right now just looking at the picture. Did did those uh, <laughs> triggers and bumpers look rubberized to you guys? I, I like it, though. I don't know. Sure. I think it was just Maybe it's just like the boxiness and like the maybe the matte effect mm-hmm. of the stuff. Yeah. I can see I mean, where you would think that. If like, if they were like rubberized, I, I that sounds awesome to me. I would just worry about uh, the longevity of them, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, and just getting whittled away. <laughs> <laughs> but so like Brent said, USB-C connectivity, um, which is great. I like I I love the like the reversibility of USB-C. So mm-hmm. um, if nothing else. Um, and then everything else kind of looks fairly uh, standard. Uh, which Xbox. is fine. Uh, yeah. Um, they redid the D-pad a little bit. Which I which I. I, I initially saw it, I think, just in a thumbnail of like a YouTube video, and then once I got like a closer look at it, um, it's 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 way more. I, I don't want to say practical because I haven't used it, but it it made sense in my mind uh-huh. the shape. Um, I was because it's not a radical difference, but it's it's enough that uh, yeah, d- definitely had me thinking about it a little more than uh, I thought a D pad could I make me they think. I thought they switched to the little satellite dish approach. Nah, that's on the uh, Elite controllers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. this one, do you guys remember the 360 controller where you could turn the D-pad and it would like pop out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. So this one looks like that Whoa. with like the D-pad sunk into the circle. Mm-hmm. It looks huh. good. Um, and then, yeah, the the last big change is they've added a share button. Right to the mm-hmm. middle of the controller. Brilliant. PS4 yeah. does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like a y- you need that. Yeah. So. Which is kind of weird, though, because on the dash, with the update on the dash, they kind of hide the community share board now. Like, you have to go in and look for it if you want to see caps by your friends and such. Yeah. I think that's in service of them just speeding up that dashboard, though. If it yeah, doesn't have to enough. load a thousand clips, you know, under it. True, true, true. Uh, which, speaking of that, on a side mm. tangent, they updated um, the dash again for alpha users today. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, and? you know um, how when you click the home button, you've got that little blade that comes up? The whoop. Yeah. Whoop. So, they rearranged that, and I think it's actually really smart. So... If you can imagine, when you click that home button, you like your home panels in the middle, then you got like friends and party to the left and messages and shares and settings to the right. So they yes. they just kind of rearrange it to where home is all the way on the left, so everything is to the right. Mm. 
So you just kind of oh, okay. You don't Instead have of to... having to settle in the center. Yep. I do have one quick thought on this stuff. Um, with the new design on the on the Xbox dash, I just find it funny. Like we, you know, we've done this show for a little while now, and I remember a while ago when uh, we were first checking out the PS4 for like the first time. Uh, just thinking about the dashboards and stuff. And I remember saying that the, I like the Xbox dash, excuse me, the Xbox dash, because it seems to bring together like all kinds of other things about community and news and other things to look at. Mm-hmm. And then the more we go into the future, the more it's looking like the Sony dash, just a hmm. list of what you need boxes in uniform order, everything the same size. And I just, I don't know. I guess I, I did enjoy uh, the PlayStation's dash more than Xboxes. I can admit that. Gross. Yeah. I did. I mean, it's it's just what you need. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's bare bones, everything right there. That's I liked how into it the Xbox Dash feel was. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I like hey, them both for their are, strengths. Are you just going to pass over the uh, expandable storage on the Series X? K-Pasa? The, the <laughs> proprietary one terabyte SSD that you can plug into the back of it? That sounds expensive. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, apparently they, they're they going to have proprietary uh, SSDs that you can store your games onto. Wow. Uh, plugs right in the back of it. Uh, I'm assuming that they're going to uh, be getting them larger than one terabyte. But, uh, yeah, it sounds very expensive because these things uh, look, I don't know, like half the size of a credit card. I hope Damn. that you can still, like, plug a external like usb hard drive into it very good thought um from what i understand is all of the xbox one and everything else backwards compatible 360 original xbox games will be able to be launched from an external uh hard drive um as for the next generation games it looks like that's a little more tricky um I believe you will be able to load um, from a hard drive than to your Xbox from an external hard drive. Mm-hmm. Just like so. keep them in cold storage or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because they they talked a lot uh, today. They're, the two other main things that they showed was uh, two uh, videos they put up of one of which comparing load times to mm-hmm. the Xbox One X to the xbox series x um Um, correct me if i'm wrong the xbox one x still does use a 2.5 millimeter hard drive not an ssd correct okay so all the improvements on the the one x are around chips and ram and stuff but the hard drive's the same Um, chips so the first game they showed was state of decay 2 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in which the series x loaded up and maybe I don't know, 15, 20 seconds. Really? Yeah. Uh, and oh. then next to it, the Xbox One X took like closer to a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was about a 40 second uh, difference. It was like incredibly substantial. And I mean, that's great and all, um, but where it really shines, at least once I moved over to SSDs, um, load times in games, you'll pretty much pop up, you know, um, once you're loaded in. Uh, from the lobby, you will be, you know, one of the first people 
in the actual like arena or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's still, you know, you have your uh, time ticking down for everyone else to get in there. But um, you do notice that. Yeah, I noticed that a lot with um, Overwatch when I got my Xbox One X. I'd be the, like the first in the lobby mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I'd see the rest of the people kind of sprinkling after. Yep. Like, huh, that's pretty substantial. But yeah, SSD is going to be a big difference. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of weird that I that the One X didn't go SSD. I guess you know it was actually kind of a weird time. A lot of stuff, components, hardware was really expensive. Sure. Like three years ago, but yeah, I think they were worried about the cost already. As mm-hmm. well as. I mean uh, the the way this thing is looking to shake out, it's a beefy boy. I mean, it <laughs> is a. Uh, like a higher end PC, really. So now I'm I'm even more interested in the cost of this thing because it yeah. seems substantial. It's and it is the, not going to be cheap. I don't know. No. And then the trend after that, like with the specs that I see on this, it's like it seems like this could outlive the standard six to eight year lifespan that consoles seem to have mm. over the past twenty years. Like it just uh, seems like it could be relevant be for a while. Yeah, unless I, we're like going to holograms by 2024. So have we confirmed, or do we have any even uh, rumors that that is this the beefed up version of, of the next generation? Oh. No, they haven't said either way. Uh, okay. We're we're assuming that this is going to be the top of the line one, and that they mm-hmm. may do like a budget model under it. Mm-hmm. But they haven't said anything either way. Okay. Because yeah, this thing. <laughs> I mean, what the One X was five hundred out of the gate, uh huh, which you know it's pretty decent. Yeah, and the Xbox One was five hundred out of the gate too, right? Pretty much. So, yeah. uh, it went down in price fairly quickly, though. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, like in my opinion, it's gonna be more than five hundred. It it has to be. Do you do you feel the same way, or do you think uh, they're gonna stick for stick to one? their guns? Yeah, I I'm think it'll be five hundred. And then the the base models will be cheaper. This is going to be the the tippy top of price points. Yeah, I bet there may be a three hundred dollar one that hmm. is maybe a somewhat souped up Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, dude, that'd be a big move. Yeah. Does it run Cyberpunk? Yes, everything everything will. run it. Mm-hmm. Run it. That's fine. Something for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Xbox One Basic will run Cyberpunk, right? Uh believe so i'm sure there's going to be some itching and frame issues but yeah they probably will well speaking of running things what do we run this week boys oh you already know yeah do i let we me know here let's say this it. warzone went live oh i oh, oh i was playing warframe oh, oh got you. and then once got i realized you. that was wrong i was I wondering playing... why we were talking about that yeah because i just nod my head yeah, and yeah, then I started playing Warface, and I was just all Ugh. sorts out of whack. Warface. Oh, <laughs> uh, real quick, before y'all get into it, I want to say that uh, everything else on like, stuff that we play, like Overwatch and Destiny 2, like everything happened this week with them as well. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2 shifted over to their new, um, to their new season. Uh, Overwatch is having their archives event, and have you seen this emote with Brigitte? And her cat. Oh, it's so good. She it's... squeezes this absolute unit, and it's it's awesome. He it is so great. Just as big as she is. Yeah, that's a beefy boy. Um, 
first of all, real quick on the Overwatch tip, all of the skins uh, in this event are fantastic. All of them are killing it. What's your favorite? I think it may be Zarya with her like knee brace and hoodie. <laughs> with the, like the, the the gym apparel, uh, or Roadhogs, uh, it's real good too. Roadhogs is good. I'm a fan of Farah's. She's uh, they made her look like Maverick from Top Gun, like <laughs> that whole motif. It's pretty cool. I like that, like uh, her in that outfit and McCree in his jeans outfit look like <laughs> brother and sister, <laughs> like they're about to sing a song from Greece on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna got a new costume. Or skin, or whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's um, okay. What do you think about it? It's an honest skin, so it's dope. Okay. And it has been purchased. And it's a ghillie suit. It's all right. it's pretty good. I like the gun a lot. A ghillie, a ghillie, a ghillie. Yeah, it looks like a like a Call of Duty gun to me. Mainly because the, the, the scope has little flappy um, covers uh-huh. on either end. Yeah. Flappy covers, the official name. Anyway. Yeah, speaking of Call of Duty... Jaw drop spicy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I've been a little unplugged from this. I haven't even turned it on. What? Not once? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's been a weird week. Get him um, out of here. Yeah, I know. So you guys who you can't get me out of here, first of all, I'm digital. Second of all, <laughs> I haven't seen anything about as far as like the fanfare online, um, how is the big streamers like Doctor Disrespect and all that embracing this week of Warzone, the free-to-play Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Battle Royale, that to me seems like it's doing the most. But It's doing the most, all right. <laughs> I'm going to not give opinion because I'm sure y'all played it a lot. Eh, I only had one session with it, but that's a lot. <laughs> I, played, uh, I played a good amount over the week, kind of poking in here and there. You get those dubs yet? Nah, man, two second places, ah, and I messed word. both of them up single-handedly. You were on the business end of the RPG? Gosh, dude. Well, like, I don't know, in a lot of battle royales, the circle is not something to, like, worry about, but you, you can't heal in Warzone, so, like, if you're in the circle mm. and, you like, you don't have a way out of it, you're just toast. Right. Yeah, you're boned. Yeah. Um, so like, you just gotta get back out to regenerate your health, you know, Call of mm-hmm. Duty style, or have a gas mask. Well, the gas mask is gone in like six seconds. Oh really? Oh really? I never used it. It's like I I don't want to say worthless because it's not, but it sure feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things in my life I could say that about. That's really eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, Poignant, so my friend, we, we went over it last week before it dropped and like, I'm sure anybody who's played it, you know, has kind of seen what it has to offer. Um, for me, I, I feel like it almost feels a little too hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, to, there's a lot going on for sure. A lot going on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and like 50 people, 150 people, <laughs> the map, Ugh. the map s- seems big, but. Like I feel like I Not cover a lot of it. Fifty people. Yeah, same. I feel like I cover a lot of that map uh, throughout a match. Mm-hmm. Because you know there's vehicles and stuff, so like you can cover some ground quick. Right. Um. Number one complaint. Uh. The countdown for the circle closing in sounds like a Semtex grenade, and that's not okay. 
<laughs> yeah, it kind of <laughs> does, doesn't it? Yeah. So, like, every time the circle's about to close, I'm, like, hiding in a bathtub, like, where's the grenade? Um, but, you know... Hey, the... y- um, one thing that I just now realized that you completely miss out on that I view as a staple of this game that kind of makes it unique from other uh, BRs is that you can get your custom loadouts from multiplayer and you don't have access to that, do you? So I've played enough to where I've got most everything unlocked for the like the guns that I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, starting out, no, and it was rough. Right. Yeah, that's like a massive disadvantage because, I mean, I didn't play a lot of the Call of Duty multiplayer. Uh-huh. I pretty much only used the P90 the entire time I did. So I'm like, I know that gun intimately well now. Uh, so Seems like getting my hands on that, <laughs> getting my hands on that in the BR is, uh, I mean, you know, is it's a massive advantage for me. Sure. Because, you know, I know what I'm doing with that. So to explain this real quick to you, Jake, since you haven't seen it, um, you you scour the, the map for weapons. Let's say uh, you you find an M4, just like an assault rifle. Ooh, an M4. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> hey. Uh, there is <laughs> no way to put attachments on it. Mm-hmm. Aw. No sights, yeah. no mags, no stocks, no barrels, nothing like that. Okay. But there is a chance for, like, to open crates and stuff that a, like, rarer version of the M4 will drop, uh, like, blue, purple, orange, um... And it will have a set loadout on it, like mm-hmm. almost like Fortnite, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Does that change, or is just like the purple no. M4 is the one you know with the stock and the scope? Yep. Yep. Well, so they're named, you know, like mm-hmm. this is Devil's Breath. I really like this one. And mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you gotta do to be named Devil's Breath? Just be a, a pump shotgun that wrecks havoc. Eat a lot of onions. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the other caveat to that is there are loadout drops similar to like crates or airdrops. You can buy them and call them in for like a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can run up to this loadout, Jake. Um, and then just like a regular Call of Duty game, you have like your 10 loadouts to choose from from your multiplayer side of things. Yep. Uh, okay. So like, okay, I'm still with you. I'm still listening. Let so me write this down. So, like, you got right, your go guns, you got your perks, your grenades, everything that you have set to like. Yeah. Um, so, you just equip that full loadout and you're ready to go. So, like Brent like was saying, that. he's played Modern Warfare. He had those set up, right? Like, he's got his P90 class ready to go the way he likes it. You know, me, who never played Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I don't have any of those loadouts. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to go in there and do the uh, – you got to unlock the stuff and then put everything together. Yep. Uh, but in Call of Duty's defense, your fit. that stuff happens real fast. Mm-hmm. Understood. Yeah. And it's been like double XP all all week, right? Since yeah. uh, the BR's been out. Yeah. I mean, I got. Yeah, so you're just tearing through it. I played for a couple of days. I'm like a level 50 or something. Like, oh, God, you're higher than me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, <laughs> well, you said you did one session. So wait, one session. What level are you at? Me? Yeah. I don't know, like 48, I think. But, I mean, you have to realize it's it's my level from the multiplayer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I see. But um, I like the idea of the contracts, the little oh. side missions, you know, they kind of have rolling in the game. Dude, every time I get one, 
that's what I'm doing. If if it kills me, it kills me. It's just kind of a fun little thing because, like you said, it's almost too chaotic, and your mind's almost too you know just looking for something to do, and you can like focus on that. And yeah, it's a weird little thing. And cash isn't king in this game, but uh, it definitely helps. Sure. Yeah. I mean, quick things like that to go open a few crates or go capture a flag or like go kill one specific person. Um, you know, really adds up fast. I love yeah. the bounty ones. Like, yeah. I think that's really fun. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Jake, it, it marks a man on the map that you need to yep. go kill in three minutes. And, what? and not like, not like marks them directly, but like it'll just be area. A, yeah. General area. It, but you're just like, what do I do? Like a big spotlight just shows on you. <laughs> yeah. like, what? what did I do, man? Eagle, so, did you did you experience just like the terror as soon as it lets you know that you've been marked? You're just like, oh no. So that that terror means nothing. Like pales in comparison to uh, when you see the bar fill up, like the threat level, meaning they're close yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh god, what? they're in the building. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> There's a threat level? Yeah. There's yeah, like it'll, a it'll three bar you, level. Yeah. Yeah. How close they are to finding you. Yeah. Got you. Uh, but so like, that's fun. If you kill the people who are coming after you, you get a bunch of cash. And if they mm-hmm. kill you, they get a bunch of cash, you know. And, mm-hmm. um, then you just buy your teammates out of death. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my biggest problem as a whole with Warzone. Okay. Is I feel like you just don't die. You for sure like some long games gosh thank you you see the player count starts at 150 like 10 minutes into the match it's like 149 it's like yeah oh. i mean and that's not uh, because people aren't fighting and stuff right no no because like, when you die you go to the gulag your first mm-hmm, death mm-hmm. and you have a really awesome 1v1 battle against another dead guy who's trying to come back mm-hmm. and it's like all super close range, short range weapons, you know, like shotguns and pistols. Uh, th- like those fights are this awesome. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, ridiculous. the game that I won, the only game that I won, um, I got sent to the gulag uh, probably within the first seven seconds of uh, landing. Great. <laughs> uh, won that fight. Got the clutch uh, Desert Eagle, won to the dome, came back, revived both my teammates. Uh, and then went along with the match. Uh, but yeah, it was weird because our squad was essentially completely wiped out. They mm-hmm. both lost their gulag fights. I then had to scrounge up enough cash to get them both back, which is was a pain in and of itself. And then we went on to win the game, which was great because our entire team was dead. But then we ended up winning. So it's it does feel kind of weird. Like that's weird, right? It, it, it that's, is that's weird. Like what when I won, I was like, "Oh, we were now. all dead before." <laughs> yeah, like if someone came in and wiped like, out our technically squad. Technically lost by battle royale rules. <laughs> yeah, but so that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird to see a battle royale that's just so invested in not killing you. Mm. But see, that's almost where the little side missions and all the other little stuff going on kind of makes it. Uh, makes it make more sense that it's a longer game there's so much more stuff to do you know see like with the time to kill being so low like i I don't know it feels so punishing you know to to get in to spend two minutes looting and then one guy like hits you once with a shotgun it's like well all right back to the gulag you know like it's 
I don't know. There's a yep. there's a loop there that doesn't feel great. It's definitely different, and I don't know if if it it, it does come off in a negative kind of way. But is that just because we're so used to what BRs are, and this is kind of shaking it up more than anything else kind of has? I don't it know. seems more like a BR like at this point. Hmm. Hmm. Kind of. You're. Yeah. Yeah. It, you're right. I like my biggest problem is the respawning because there's no limit to how many times you can respawn your teammates, right? Just cash. Yeah. Man, these and, matches could go on for like an hour. And I think like looking at something like Apex, which hmm. not trying to like compare the two directly, but. Uh, you know, Apex has these respawn towers, and mm-hmm. you go there, you respawn your teammates. That respawn like beacon now, uh, like is off the map for the entire map for everyone. I didn't know it did that for everyone. I th- I just thought your squad couldn't use that beacon. Yeah, again. they're but they're yeah, one time use beacon. for anybody. Hmm. So and it's and it's a very big risk to bring somebody back, right? Where in this. You just kind of bring them back. They skydive right in. There's no mm-hmm. flare that goes up warning anyone else around like, hey, there's, you know, a guy well, coming in have with to nothing. fight for their right to live, right? No, this could be the one you buy back. Yeah, like you could oh, go into I the... thought you had to, I thought you had to be like, I am the only one left in the <laughs> gulag. Mean, you must buy me. No, 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 you could like go into the gulag, die instantly, and then they can just buy you back. Oh, God. If you win the gulag... Oh, there's so much about that I don't like. Yeah, if you win the gulag, you are, like, skydiving back in that moment. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you, like, if you die, if you die-die, you can just always be bought back for 4,500 bucks. That Mm -hmm. feels icky. It's... It's, uh, It sucks. It It feels icky. I... I What, what, double the price? Or what about seven grand? Because, you know, cash isn't the easiest and um, that much cash obviously end game um you can come by that much pretty easily but sure and early to mid game seven uh, ten grand that'd be that, i think that'd balance it out a little better yeah maybe just make the buy stations only re- one respawn per team or something oh there you go but i don't you know have to use your money to buy call of duty points <laughs> tell and me about these coins to buy them out but, but they give you a hundred bonus Call of Duty points. Right. I will say, playing it with buddies, like it scratches the battle royale, you know, itch of like running around with your buds, uh, you know, teamwork, calling things out. You know, it's it does a lot of things right. You know, it's Call mm-hmm. of Duty. It feels good to shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. There you go. Did you put that on the T-shirt? <laughs> feels good to it's shoot Call somebody. of Duty. Shoot somebody. <laughs> on the back shoot somebody <laughs> nice i will get on there at least i should it's taking up a hundred gigs on my hard drive yeah moment. it is so i'm just presuming you're getting all of modern warfare it's just locked you are yeah it's all there yeah or are people dealing with the 200 gig game no nope. right it's a hundred something for the regular holy buckets eagle will 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 this um now that you've had your hands on, will this sway you to unlock the full game at all? Get into some actual multiplayer matches? Nah. Yeah? Still not so not about it? I'll wait for Black Ops. <sighs> oh. <sighs> that's, oh. That's the king around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> I think this BR is better. I mean, is it better than Blackout? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. 
but is Modern Warfare better than Black Ops? No way. Yeah, Anna's pretty dope. <laughs> she can sleep, people. It's sick. No, I, I'm I'm gonna get on Warzone and check that out. Yeah, it sounds complicated. I think you'll like it. Heck, though. I yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is one more question about it? Is it just and they're dead? Like all of the Call of Duties. Yeah, yeah. Dead. I mean. Yep. You're you're gonna be dumping a clip in somebody though. Well, I'll care for myself on that one. Hello. Uh, yeah, oh. it's it's real quick to kill someone, Jake. Yeah. I think they really missed an opportunity by not calling it quarantine, but spelling it like Q-W-A-R. Mm. Like Warzone. Quarant. Okay. So another game came out this week. <laughs> <laughs> and is actually... Available day one on Xbox Game Pass, so if you use that service, you might have gotten a tryout at, you know, not a huge amount of risk. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And the Will of the Wisps. And the Will of the Wisps. There's a Farrah and McCree on their duet. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> I thought you were doing the flick of the wrist. Okay. And the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> All right, let's bring it back in. This is a sequel to, what is it, Ori and the Blind Forest? Is that what it was called? Yes. Am I just making things up? Okay. <sighs> Ori and the Hot Dog Stand. Uh, and as I understand it, this is the first one I've played. I did not play I did not play the one before this. As I understand it, this is almost, almost a brand new title entirely. A lot of differences. I, I mean. From the first one. If you had played well, the first one, this would be no surprise as a sequel. Like, got you. It looks and acts very similarly, um, but yeah, they they definitely played Hollow Knight after making the first one. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Speaking of play similarly, have yeah. y'all tried out Hollow Knight? And that's not even a stab at it either. That's no. like, hey, if y'all like Hollow Knight, dude, Hollow Knight's like, a good game. Yeah, like. But that's old news. This just came out, and I have a feeling it'd be right up your alley. Yeah, um, this game, you know, it's a it's a side scrolling platformer with uh, like some combat and movement abilities. Um, I think the big hook on it is its art style and like music. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Gosh, oh it's my goodness, so like, pretty. I, I feel like I'm on <laughs> some kind of controlled substance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at it. it's it's so much it gets in the way sometimes to see what's really important like maybe a bush with spikes on it fair because everything looks like it's going through a snapchat filter where everything's like super softened and you know just made to look really artsy but the whole thing is like visual cheesecake nonetheless there's so mm-hmm. much color and i like how ori just glows because a lot of these side scrollers such as dead cells in the middle of a fight, I kind of lose where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, you do kind of get lost, for sure. And that's when I get hit, and I have to start over again. And I think and, they're uh, super successful because all of his abilities and attacks and everything are all, like, that white-ish blue, uh, like, color. So everything you're doing is standing out compared to everything that the enemies are doing. Yeah, clearly, directionally, too, the way the... the 
the animations for the wind around weapon swings and stuff. It's kind of like an arrow pointing you which way you're looking, uh-huh. which direction this, you're looking. This is on Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Play the second Man. one. Like, it's better in every way. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, they're saying that this one is consi- – like, even the developers are saying this one's considerably more beefy. Yeah, hundred percent. First one, I I have played more of the second one than I did the first one already. Really? Yeah. So, to kind of like you know, if you're listening and you not necessarily know the Hollow Knight references or the Dead Cell references, uh, maybe you don't know. Maybe you haven't played Metroid. Like I haven't played all the Metroids out there. Uh, what we're kind of getting at is this game style that's been happening, or at least recognized with the social media term and internet term, Metroidvania. And the concept, uh, you know, long story short, is um, kind of doing something different with the map in a game where there's quite a bit available, it just needs to be discovered, but um, anticipate having to come back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. backtrack. There may be content that you can't even access because of whatever limitations from movement or equipment that you won't be able until you discover more of the story yeah. later in the game. Mm. And uh, that's kind of the whole hook. And um, Hollow Knight did this approach as you go underground and fight the bugs and do the swords. And um, they take that design and then they sprinkle in a little Celeste. Where, a lot of Celeste. With, uh, yeah, you do, bud. But where you can stick to walls and you navigate through intense jumping base, mostly platform puzzles. So Ori kind of takes these things where it's about, um, I won't say the word punishing. I think you can choose to make it punishing. But combat techniques that you would expect to see in Castlevania with, you know, would, would be right at home there. Map designs of Metroid and the concept and then, you mm-hmm. know, platforming like Celeste. And like, how can you go wrong with all that? And especially because it feels really good, like moving the character around, uh, using the movement abilities. Like, it's fluid. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they, they don't expect you to, even if you're great at this game, I don't see you just shredding at high speed through it like some other concepts like this. It's, well, everything's pretty paced. Let, let me give you three things, Mr. Crow. Double jump. Okay. Triple jump. Uh, I'm a hunter. Okay. I'm listening. I'm now going to go to four things because there's also a dash, okay, and a okay. grappling hook. I'm in. So right. I'm at a point now where I like barely touch the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just zip it around everywhere. Oh man, it feels so good. Yeah. Get in there, crow. The only obstacle is that intro that tries to just pull the man mist from your face. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Careful. Why? Yeah, careful. What? What? Don't be what mad. Do you think about on a regular bit. Ba- Wait, y'all were talking about upper decking at one point. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. This, uh, this doesn't. This game's real good. There's a lot yeah, to it. I, I mean, I'm watching like, like 30 seconds of it, I'm all about it. I'm like, uh, kind of nervous about near the end game, though. Maybe I don't have anything to worry about. But one thing I did notice. Okay, so you get these abilities, right? Like a sword and um, you know other movement abilities that you can switch out at. So to access this menu for quick changes is holding down the left trigger. So the first thing, so that that's a little strange to me because it says to me if you're going to do the left trigger, that means I'm going to be doing this as I move because you're not even putting it on on a finger button. This is. Mm. My, my quick response 
one of the very quickest response for people that, that play games. So it's making me think, and then I see something like 12 open spots around there, that I'm going to be needing a combination of maybe six abilities, uh-huh. where at any given time, you can have three equipped. Hmm. So I'm wondering if I'm going to have to map this out and be switching and stuff on the fly like that in the middle of a boss fight. Kind and of, I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's kind of like one of the hooks on this game that you know you don't obviously don't discover until you're more developed later in the game. Right. But yeah, like I've found so there's like an ability to heal, like much like Hollow Knight, you cash in your energy for heals. Um, so you can swap that out with like another damage dealing attack, and then just kind of let it lay dormant until you need to heal again, and then equip it, you know, with the push of a button. Um, yeah, so. I think it's more along those lines. I haven't like come across anything so far that's like, you know, jump, switch ability, hit him, switch back ability before you hit the ground. Like nothing that crucial yet. Yeah. Um, but for all the complicated systems and movements and the polish and stuff, it seems like really apparent they've they've kind of made a promise to the player that this is going to be a chill experience for you. Mm-hmm. Like, do, do do you get that vibe, or is that just something I'm making up? It just it's just a chill game. But, you know, there are all kinds of situations like um, in other games where, you know, it could be potentially demoralizing. If you die, you lose progress. Maybe all the way. it's trying to be just inviting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, we're talking right. about quick changes and maps that collapse back on themselves and all this complicated stuff. But it's not frenetic gameplay. It's, like, it, it it's pretty can chill. Be... If you die, you're right there where you died. You just got to run it again like that's that's where i think they're super successful in that like it feels a lot like celeste where there's checkpoints all over the place you don't lose anything if you die you know you're just like right back give it another try you know give it 50 more tries like you'll get it you'll eventually get through it it's an interesting approach because a lot of games are more about like you know fearing the punishment to get through the trial right where you know in games like celeste for instance you're driven by punking yourself out basically if you can finish any given puzzle because mm-hmm. it's not going to like back you up entirely and yeah. just ruin your day. But uh, on top of that, really kind of like touching story. They've got some good writing, um, some fantastic music. It's, it's a great package. I would definitely uh, give it a shot. Absolutely. Super chill. I mean, there's so many other awesome things we can say about it, but you really just got to see it. Yeah. The color, the painting, the, the music it's it really flexes a 4k tv out mm. yeah mm. i've already heard like the first story already has a reputation with its music like uh-huh. it's it's up there with games like journey and stuff like other games that have been celebrated mostly for their music well not mostly that was the wrong word but that that came up in as many talks about its gameplay as well yeah yeah it's up there it's anyway yeah it'll be good so we're not going to give as much time to talking about Ori as we did with Warzone, but that's we we got a couple reasons. Number one is I haven't beaten it, I haven't gone through it all, all the way yet. So I don't want to say something that might be you know not the case in the future. I am looking forward to spending more time with Ori. 100%. And the Eagle has the numbers. I've got them. Did you get those numbers? I got these numbers, dude. Yeah. Let's uh, go, dude. So yeah, this week on Overachievers, we'll take a look at Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, Will of the Wisps. <laughs> look at ooh, the Will of ooh, the Wisps. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to take a look at the uh, 
some of the most common achievements down to some of the rarest. Um, so kicking things off, of course, it's Close Call, which is to fend off the Howl. He's mm-hmm. he's a bad man, pajama. Um, and that is down at sixty-two point six seven percent. Ooh, it was that was weird. It was striking. It was very intense for what they had set you up. For yeah, at that point. I know. And uh, like a little difficult. I think it's kind of designed. Like if you got through it, it was they were gonna like. I was th- remember that scene from Jurassic Park where they're in the vent. And he's crawling up, and the raptor almost gets him. Uh huh. Yes. It's like, what movie's that? I've never seen it. I I, I think that's what they were going for with okay. that scene with Hal. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, and like Ori is the type of game where like it really doesn't tell you the tutorial tip until after you've tried something a couple times. Right. So like it'll just let you pick something up and like figure out how to use it, and. You know, if you've got some good game sense about you, you won't see a tutorial tip for a while. You know, you'll just kind of be cruising through it because you're figuring it out. Awesome. Uh, so next up, I've got Home Sweet Home, which is to reach the Wellspring Glades. Nice. It's kind of like your hub, you know, your hmm. your town-ish, you know, upgrades and stuff. You can, uh, You can say it. Can I? Your fire link. It's, it's, it's your fire link. Okay. It's your fire link. <laughs> it's where you kindle the flame, Ashen One. Ah. Try finger, butthole. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> that is down at 31.18%. Oh. Hmm. That's wait, wait, a nosedive. When did it's this come out? It's because the intro is so sweet and sad. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to make tears come out of my face. No, it's probably just because Warzone went live. Apex started its new. I don't know. This game has been out for three days. Yeah. Oh, as oh, of three time days. of recording. And it took like what, like eight hours for me to get there. Like it wasn't super quick. True. Uh, so next up, I've got Cartographer's Protege, which is to buy all maps from Lupo. Um, you know, very Hollow Knight-ish. You're bearing, you're buying sections of the map. Um, yep. From this this little G over there, Lupo, that right that draws maps. He's your tinkle. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, down at three point five eight percent. No, that's a drop. Huh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's something completionists will do. What about folks that like are just hardcore or didn't need the map? Yeah, wait, Eagle. Do you have this? Uh, no. Okay. No, th- it, this will be completionist, like Jake said. Like, come back okay. and buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's a shocking one. This is the achievement for Destiny, which is to complete the game. Hmm. One point seven four percent. Season of the Worthy. Oh, Ori, got you. Okay. One point seven four. That makes sense if it's only three days old. Yeah, it's it's longer than you think too. I I believe. Ah, uh, gotcha. But here's gotcha. the other, another crazy one. So lost and found, which is to find all the collectibles, all of them. They're crazy. That's at one point six six percent. So almost everybody that beat the game found all the collectibles too. Do you think it's because it's one person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only a hundred and twenty people of this game. Maybe. <laughs> 
Uh, but then I just got a couple more. I've got a hardcore fan, which is to complete hard mode, because they do have easy, normal, and hard. Hmm. They do. And normal's pretty challenging. Like, you'll die here and there. Like, things are kind of tough. Boss fights are tough. Um, but yeah, hardcore fan, that's at 0.19%. Wow. So I guess... Wow. <laughs> that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have. But <laughs> that seems re- like one person. <laughs> Dude, here's your one person. The rarest of the rare. Immortal. Which is to complete the game without dying. Damn. That's Ori themselves. It, <sighs> I don't see how this is possible. I don't know, man. There's so many thorny bushes. I know. <laughs> but that's at 0.02%. Wow. That is a sweaty, huh. sweaty man somewhere. Wow. Or woman. It's a sweaty man. <laughs> There's sweat involved. Sweaty human. Got you. Wow. And I know you're always sweaty from getting together these numbers for us, man. Yeah. Shout really out to you overachievers. That. That's a that's a big one. I expect those numbers to change. Yeah, we'll have to come back and check them out. Yeah. I think I think people will get there. The game's good. The game's real mm. good. Do you got a bunch of these already? Uh, a handful. Uh, a lot of the achievements are based around like buying all the collectibles and all the moves and stuff, which yeah. I just haven't played enough. And other than that, just progression. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, thanks a lot, bud. Appreciate you for sure. And we appreciate everybody on the other side of these headphones as well. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us. Just want to say again, you know, we're we're here with you. We're thinking about you. We don't know you, but we hope you're doing okay, no matter where yeah. you're at. And, um, yeah, just, you know, be cool to each other, and, you know, we can all get through this stuff. And, yeah, just want to say that you can find us again on social media at Edgy Stances. It's Twitter and Instagram there. You will find instructions on how to join our discord server we're always down to chat about gaming and radness and all kinds of other stuff and so that's pretty cool we also stream from time to time the eagle will let us know where he streams and then the crow vid where can we find y'all uh you can find me at best eagle alive pretty much anywhere and as always, hit me up in the Discord. We can figure out if I'm streaming that day, how to play with me. Uh, or just hop in there and just let us know you guys are doing all right out there. Yeah, for sure. Just say what's up. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. And I'm Jacob. I'm Rattle Boy Al, uh, the bad boy of gaming, because I'm pretty much bad at everything that I play. But sometimes um. I'm on there, too. And, uh, yeah. So, um just want to say thanks again i know we've said thanks a lot already but it's just a, a different kind of time so there's some real life love vibrating over these interwebs tonight we thank you for listening we just hope you're good bud hope you're good. so uh good. hope you're good hope your ggs are good and uh, hope your g's are g's and, uh, i'm gonna stop talking keep it in i do have the best day you've ever had <laughs>